Hello, and welcome to Notorious Novels, where we discuss the most controversial books from a different world. You won't find these books on any store shelves around you, no matter how hard you look. Trust us, we've tried. We are granted access thanks to a benefactor who wishes to remain anonymous. Thank you again for your recommendations and for the histories behind these novels. Now, let's begin. But before we begin, we'd like to take the time to answer a few audience questions. For those who are wondering, The Other World is currently in 2023, just like we are. They follow the same clock, but countries and historical events are not the same. Now, on to the novel. Kill Me to Sleep was written by Martha Malone in 1956. A locked room murder mystery, with household suspects all with compelling motives and no signs of forced entry, this book started off with the same flair and excitement as all of Malone's other works. It follows Detective Mark Tracy as he investigates the murder of Arnold Hayworth, millionaire, businessman, pillar of the community, and brute. Unfortunately for fans, the book soon becomes a convoluted mess, with the ending considered to be near undecipherable. It's best described as the author writing in a trapdoor for them to jump to the ending through. Quite literally. A secret trapdoor is found, and there's no satisfactory conclusion given, with everyone being accused, but no one getting arrested. Detective Tracy leaves the house at the end of the book, and we are given no explanation of what happened. There are a series of cryptic clues that lead nowhere, from paintings with hidden messages and books with pages cut out of them. Truly not one of Malone's best works. But what makes this even stranger is that Martha Malone claims to have no memory of writing this book. Malone is a well-known and respected author who, up to this novel, had had no sort of controversy around her at all. This book came completely out of nowhere, leaving fans and critics alike shocked at how different it was, and not in a good way. The book is widely panned, and it is recommended that fans of Malone's work skip it when reading through the collection. Malone's claim to have no memory of this book seems to be backed up by a notebook her husband found covered in ravings and scribbles about the clues dated at a time when she was supposed to be on a book tour. Book tour mention was supposed to travel across several countries promoting Malone's works, but was cancelled without any explanation. It was later revealed, years later, that Malone had been missing for two months at the time the tour was supposed to happen, but wasn't reported missing. Her family, editor, staff, and anyone else in her life didn't know where she went. Critics argue, and rightfully so, that Malone should have been reported missing, and that there should have been a public announcement so that the public could have helped with the search. Some suspect that Malone's husband was embarrassed by his wife's disappearance and paid off detectives and media outlets not to report this to anyone. No one knows what happened in those two months, not even Malone herself, claiming that she didn't remember anything after she was found on a resort in the country of Mari. Today, we have Edie Green with us, a literary expert with a number of publishing papers, a PhD in the study of contemporary mystery literature, as well as a few theories for what could have happened in those mysterious months. Hello, Edie. Thanks for coming. So, Martha Malone, author extraordinaire, queen of crime, and vanishing star. Uh, yeah, she really is a fascinating person. Her works are amazing, still holding up today. They do. What do you believe is her best work? Oh, that's easy. It's Curtains of Nine. Who doesn't love a murder mystery set in a theater where the bodies just keep piling up? It's the highlight of her career, I believe. The character feels alive, and you never see the twists and turns coming. And it gives the best view of Detective Mark Harrison's ex expertise out of his entire series. Ah, yes. Mark Harrison, Malone's most popular creation. By far, her series with him explores more themes than you would think would be in a mystery series, from hope to loss to grief and the human mind. That sounds impressive. Now, kill me to sleep. Oh boy, that. 
Yep, that. By far her worst book. I know you say you had a number of theories about it. I sure do. Care to share them? Where to begin? The writing itself just isn't like her usual style, especially after chapter 5. The syntax and grammar structure just go all wonky. It's honestly, it just starts to read like she started writing what came to her head, but the notebook proves that wrong. This was planned. Mm-hmm. The notebook throws a wrench into things, as well as her going missing for two months. You have no idea. It's impossible to track down anything about her disappearance. She paid in cash over the resort. There's no way to track her accounts, and there's no witnesses. Frustrating. Yep. My main theory is that she had a mental breakdown of some kind. She was under a lot of pressure. Oh? Well, her books were getting bigger, and she was becoming a household name. Everyone wanted more of her. By all accounts, she didn't want to go on the cancelled tour. That's... Wow. Yep, and apparently it was causing a strain on her marriage. Yikes. So this all could have led to a break. Yeah, there's also another theory that she was seeing a lover at this time, but honestly, it doesn't have any evidence. Uh, or the theory that she remembered everything but faked amnesia to get away with running for a bit. But the notebook. It would be hard to fake forgetting that. No one knows, and I don't think we'll ever get an answer, seeing as Martha Malone died in 1980. There is that small issue. <laughs> yeah, small. Well, Edie, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. Well, we may never know what happened in those two months, but interest in it hasn't slowed down. Kill Me to Sleep is still a hotly contested item, with some critics arguing that it sours the whole of Malone's work, while others argue that she was the human, everyone has off days and bad ideas. A television show was made in the 1990s based on the entire body of Malone's work. Kill Me to Sleep was tackled in a special two-part episode, where they twist the story so that the ending takes place in the protagonist's head after a drugging. The episode ends with an arrest and the detective being taken to the hospital. It is considered to have done a good job fixing the story in a way that it makes sense, but it lacks the drawn intrigue of the other episodes. There's only so much you can do with limited source material. Only time will tell where this mystery of a mystery goes next. I'd like to give a large thank you to everyone involved in making season one of Notorious Novels happen. At this time, we don't know if there will be a season two. We'll have to discuss this with our benefactor. Maybe he'll send us more books. Only time will tell. And thank you so much for listening to Notorious Novels. We couldn't have done it without our wonderful audience and our generous benefactor. Honestly, audience, you guys are amazing. It feels nuts that people want to hear about these books that you can't read and that you keep coming back. Thank you all so much from the bottom of my heart. If you feel like it, write us on Apple Podcasts and follow us wherever you listen to us. Good day, good night, and goodbye. Goodbye.